In a world run by mad men, expect to see some mad women. From bodily autonomy to parenting dynamics to workplace standards, women everywhere are fed up. If you're one of them, you've come to the right place because we're about to set that kitchen they put us in on fire. Die mad about it. Welcome to Die Mad About It. It's the show where we tell Doug to fuck off and he, well, dies mad about it. I'm your host, Brooke, and I'm here with... Dragonflies and Whiskey. And today we are going to be talking about both statewide and nationwide uh, pretty tense time that we're having with midterm elections going on. It wasn't really a red wave. It was more like a red piddle. And uh, this is episode seven, midterm election aftermath. So if you don't mind, Amy, I would like to go first. Please. I know you have a lot of input on this one. <laughs> I do have this wine I've been nursing for a solid couple weeks. It's more of a pacifier at this point. And, uh, you know, my guy, Jamie Smith, did not win. And, uh, and I'm upset about that. But even though he didn't win, um, and I was doing a lot of the correct term as unofficial campaigning for him, um, it made me feel like I was a bigger part of something. Mm -hmm. And I met a lot of great people along the way that made me feel like, okay, there is some sanity in South Dakota. And so I don't regret it. Uh, I, I am very proud of the energy I put into that. Um, I am really sad that not only did Christy Nome win, but then several other representatives who were running got, um, arrested for child molestation, rape, murdering a person, uh, you know, misuse of the state plane. So those are things going on. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Well, did that loss hit harder, you think, because of your involvement? Um, I had prepared myself for <clears throat> yeah. whichever way it was going to go. Wise. I did allow myself to get a little overly optimistic because I think with my following, it's primarily Democratic and blue. And so I'm seeing all these people saying, we're going to vote for him. We're going to vote for him. But I'm not, I don't know. I also have to question the validity of the counting. And I'm not an election denier. So I don't want to sit here and say that Christy Nome won under false pretenses. But they did have like 14% of the ballots counted before they claimed her victory. And that's not a lot. And so there had to be an overwhelming amount of Republican ballots. And what that says to me is mm. the Democrats just didn't get out and vote. And that's the most devastating part because it just like, you don't have an excuse. They mail the form to you if you don't want to go in person. If you do want to go per in person, you know, it's usually pretty close to you, like at a school building or something. The only excuse that people would have is like, if you're out on the reservation or in jail, those are the only two questions, the only right. two, you know, because the reservation, they don't, that is, that's a thing. Oh, is somebody ringing a doorbell here? No. Oh, no on my end, there's a doorbell ringing. Somebody's trying to oh. come in. Maybe it's what? Christy. Yeah. yeah. Let's hey, welcome Christy Gnome to the panel. <laughs> Ding dong, excuse me. <laughs> my name. Nice. No. Um. Anyways, yeah, so... So back to your point, though, yeah, not to cut you off, I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. Um, but back to your point about 
people were not getting out and voting, Democrats specifically, specifically white women were a huge disappointment. They continue to be a huge disappointment. Um, I myself am incredibly disappointed in the fact that white women sit so comfortably uh, that they don't feel it necessary to think that issues and people that are not white women because yeah. they don't understand the lack of privilege. They don't understand being a, a minority in a sense, besides the woman portion, there is a ton of privilege there, especially for straight white women, straight white married women um, in particular were yeah. voting conservatively if they got out at all. Um, right. And so it really is disappointing that white women continue to be kind of the horcrux in the, you know, gap. Um, whereas, you know, important women's issues run ballot this time around. Luckily, enough women were out there to block them, um, you know, state by state, even in Kentucky. But it's just it's been really disappointing to see people who are basically feel like they're untouched by issues um, and they don't really care either way because nothing is really going to affect them negatively. They think they just don't vote. Yeah, I mean, I was watching a TikTok where this guy, uh, the history guy, that history guy on TikTok, and he was saying, he was answering questions that somebody had asked along those lines. And he was saying that white women who vote against their interests or lower income white individuals, you know, like redneck, hick, all that category, they will vote against their own class to pay for the price of the ticket of being white because they yeah. understand that even on a base level, there is some privilege there or a perceived Absolutely. privilege. Yeah. And so- it's uh i mean out here in particular i even have people who consider themselves like my friend but they'll like be like yeah i voted for trump and it's like well we're not friends right yeah <laughs> like, i don't know what you think we are but if you're out there like if i'm sorry you can call yourself like libertarian or whatever you want to call yourself but if you're out there voting against the interests of the rights of women like you aren't really for us or about us i don't know if it's this cult camaraderie amongst their husband and their families or if it goes back to that buying a ticket to the white train but they just can't right. like people can do hard things you can change if you want to and what that yep. tells me is you're just not willing to right so, absolutely and they want to use the excuse and it started out as you know well he's not a politician and that's why we're voting for him because he's not a politician well <clears throat> sure but that then hung on for several years where I can walk outside my door and see houses that are completely decorated with Trump paraphernalia, where, you know, the obsession has gone so far. It's the ultimate popularity game for Trump, and he's loving every minute of that. Yeah. Um, but the, those, you know, to go along the lines of you have friends that they voted Trump and we're not friends. I have some that came out and we're not friends any longer, basically coming out with that whole, you know, attitude of, well, we can have different uh, opinions and still get along. This, this is, we're not picking topics on pizza, okay? Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is human we don't beings. We can't agree to disagree on this. And not no. only that, but when they say that, what they're really saying is we can have different opinions as long as you don't argue with my opinion. Exactly. And it's just not something I'm willing to participate in. It's not something I want my daughter participating in. And like on that note, like they're saying now that where the voting was concerned, it was Gen Z and millennials who really came out and voted, not necessarily for Democrats, but against Republicans. And they are the ones really saving democracy. So I feel like if you're not on that ship, then you're on, if you're not on the right side of history, you're on the wrong side of history. Right. And so, but how did, how did elections go where you're at? I don't know if you're comfortable revealing your <laughs> No, but... I mean, I'm, I'm, no, I'm in North Carolina and it's always disappointing, you know, and, and the part that I'm in, our governor was a Democrat, Cooper, um, but our 
our it was a little bit disappointing it really north carolina could go either way right so we're in, still in yeah. the south um but we're not in south south so we're north carolina south carolina is going to be red republican conservative entirely run by christianity um because yeah. that's just how it is but north carolina <clears throat> is really like a, a toss-up um there are some very progressive areas um and some not so progressive areas um and so, uh, unfortunately, it was a little redder than we would have preferred for this time around. But we we have held tight on our you know access to abortion still, um, so it's still safe enough for yeah. me and my family. But if they were to you know go after abortion uh, to any extent or take away that right, um, you know would I would consider move? moving. I have two twin girls. I'm not. They're gonna have access to whatever they need. Period. We have total abortion ban out here. Total. We are the only state, I believe, South Dakota, with total abortion ban. There's even a trigger law. Like, you can't even save a woman's life with it. So, yeah, well, that just happened in um, <laughs> Texas. I'm sure you've heard. And there's several instances, but there was an instance in Texas recently where, um, you know, young couple, white, a man, woman uh, gets pregnant, very excited about the pregnancy, prepared, creates a room, names the baby, blah, 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 gets to the process, goes to see the doctor. The doctor basically says there's an issue. Uh, the baby's going to die, um, and there's nothing we can do because it runs across those guidelines. Doctors, uh, you know, they, they put all these laws in place, but there's too much gray area. So doctors aren't willing to step in. They don't want to lose their licenses, and they definitely don't want to go to jail. And that's the repercussions that are laid out in these, you know, blurry guidelines. Um, <clears throat> but beyond that, they, they allowed her to go to the point of almost dying. Almost. Yeah. And it's like bringing women's lives to the brink of death. To and the save baby was a dead. Non-viable fetus. Yeah, the fetus was dead anyways. They told her. Absurd. Yep. I mean, not that that matters either way. I'm just saying, like, it it's was absurd. not only absurd to begin with, but they took right. it for. It's almost like, are you trying to murder these women? And they exactly. are. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, that's awful. No, yeah. I mean, I, I consider moving on a daily basis. It's so hard. That's it a is hard so hard. <clears throat> it, and it's easy for me to sit here and say we would move, right? Sure, I would do everything in my power. A lot of people don't have that. And I realize it's not easy for everyone. Oh, I went up and moved. It would be hard for me. And I know that a lot of people yeah. are just kind of stuck and, and they don't have the option. Yeah. I mean, there's financial restraints for some people. In my case, like we went through so much trauma with my past marriages that now we're in a place of security and yeah. it's very, I say it's safe, but yeah. is it? It's right. only safe at my house. <laughs> so right. I don't know. These are things to consider, but I get it. But on a good, on a positive note, they did have abortion in several key states. Uh, I can't even remember how many, maybe let's say seven, right? Even states such as Kentucky. And there were enough, probably Gen Z's out there, women at least, um, that voted no. Hard no against all of these whack abortion laws that were on this latest midterm so that that is certainly a good sign that there is some common sense out there well that actually brings us to our next point of discussion which is the house and senate wins and like there's a topic that i want to ask you about that i'm sure you'll have a lot to say about but like the democrats took the senate yes goodbye mitch mcconnell fuck you <laughs> Yep. I don't know if you saw Schumer taking the podium in front of him, but it was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> he approached the podium and Schumer was like, <laughs> coming through. <laughs> this is my spot. Um, <laughs> seats taken. But, uh, and then we did see the Republicans end up taking the House and then Warnock and Herschel will go to runoffs. But things they've already been addressing is like the, is gay marriage. They're yeah. already 
you know, and it's crazy because with Roe v. Wade, you just saw that shit immediately get overturned, but you were, yep. I think it's because there are some gay male Republicans in the Senate and in the House, and so they're like, no, we're going to keep gay marriage, but like, what are your thoughts on that? Is it scary? It's probably scary for you. Um, it is. It's a, it's a really fine line. I, I'm tired of them taking rights away. I'm tired of the Republicans uh, basically doing whatever they want, bulldozing through at all costs and always getting their way. And which brings me to the point of Democrats seem to sit by idly and allow things to happen to them. You know, I'm really pissed off at both party parties, um, you know, and I, I'm a true liberal through and through. I believe that people deserve a chance and, you know, tax me a little bit more if it means Timmy will eat lunch. Like, give me a break, right? Well, our but donations shouldn't hinge on, like, a woman's rights shouldn't hinge on donations exactly. to Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> exactly. It, <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense. None. Yeah, and the same thing about gay rights. And, you know, Biden is saying that he will stand by and, you know, make sure you go vote and it's important and all that good stuff. But it's like, you know, when it really comes down to it, guys, you better be blocking um and not allowing this shit to run through it's supposed to be house and senate and they're supposed to work together for legislation but all i've ever seen are the dem uh, the republicans getting their way with basically you know anything they they want to do and i hope that you're you're right there's enough um there are enough gay republican men <laughs> over on that side that are going to say nah we don't you know and more and more i think nowadays at least people are more willing to speak out whereas before it was like the red was no across across the panel right it would be like nose all the way across because it's you know a gay issue but it's like it's just marriage and it doesn't affect anyone else and my wife and i are legally married and we have a marriage certificate um and we'll have it whether they take it away from us or not i mean it's like you know i, yeah. I don't know marriage is kind of a hoax anyway honestly but i just <laughs> hate the fact that they're even but it you should know, be your rights if you well, exactly <laughs> exactly i mean they used to arrest men that were together you know what i mean yeah. it's like it's all crazy yeah crazy. yeah um i mean i guess for me i see them like being like okay with the gay marriage thing and it makes my heart hurt because it's like yeah. what you could do that for gay people but you couldn't do this for women's rights and then they want to get right. into a whole argument of it's like we're okay over here but you just take care of yourself over there and they want to get into the whole argument of like well but it's different because you're including another being and they're talking about the fetus which they it's can. different because men are also gay yeah right? whereas yeah. abortion is a woman's issue yeah it's like thanks guys yep. thank you so there thanks. you go <laughs> way to look out but uh, no, so then, like, we talked about our state's wins and losses. <laughs> well, here's a couple of things, too, in terms of the state's wins and losses, just generally speaking. So <clears throat> Marjorie Taylor Greene, we're just going to yeah. say it, um, we're there again. And Lauren, Lauren Boebert, same situation. And I'm going to say that it's, it's not even ironic to me anymore. But the Republicans love, because conservative... Christian Republicans specifically are very, very gullible. And I say add in the Christian additive there because Christianity has been manipulating people for so long. And so the, the very conservative, the MAGA hats, the GOP portion of people are so gullible and the leaders know that. And so what they do is they put the you know face of a woman out there 
And the followers immediately see it as, oh my gosh, they're supportive of women. And so they've got it's a whole true. nother, yeah, it's all manipulation. And so I'm they don't have what you were saying because Christy Nome, that's the first thing they want to say is yeah. like, oh, we're not sexist. Look at Christy Nome. Exactly. Like exactly. Their token woman, their token black person. But exactly. all it is, is just like, like people like Christy Nome and Herschel Walker, these are just parrots and yep. Kanye West. They're just repeating things for their own like personal gain and wealth and that doesn't help the greater good so i am feeling what you're saying no you're hitting it on the head that's exactly it right and uh the problem is like then they use that to control other people and it's just everybody at home knows what i'm talking about right no exactly (laughs) exactly and and, yeah and it comes down to you know gun issue and bobert will sit there with her ak's and tell everybody that you know they want to take away your guns liberals are there are plenty of gun-toting liberals plenty uh, and they love their guns. They just don't have to make it their whole personality. And yeah. no one's taking away your guns. It's like you just a gullible, the most gullible group of, of individuals, um, yeah. you know, and it's, it's absurd. Walking cartoons and yeah. with no, no, like you got to really, like, we get on TikTok and we talk about a lot of things and there's a certain amount of privacy that's given up with TikTok that we sacrifice to that end. But these are people like you got to really, really not have a soul, be the worst kind of salesperson to literally be willing to throw people under the bus who are going to die as a result of what you're saying. Like people died at the Capitol insurrection as a result of ignorance that was spouted on that Trump said and a bunch of there was a bunch of other people involved in that, too. But I'm just saying like needless violence and um, you hate that people like this exist. <laughs> right, right. No, absolutely. And I think it's also there it's an inability to see the, the long game, right? Yeah. I think Democrats kind of um, go at a different pace and it seems like they're doing nothing. And that's kind of where I'm frustrated right now, but they more play for the long game. Whereas Republicans will play in the short, short game, not even like, with blinders on, right? They don't even have mm-hmm. the ability to see far out because I just don't think they have the capacity. I mean, honestly. Yeah. And so it just becomes a matter of let's do what works for us right now. Um, yeah, then you know, and whatever's extreme, and then they don't the, the little dominoes, the snowball effect that's taking place. While you know, yeah. people are being taken out along the way. It's like they overturned Roe v. Wade, and then they killed their own party with that. It's yeah. like that was your last extreme card that you had to play. Was it worth it? But that worked out for us, kind of. <laughs> right. Well, and meanwhile, we're seeing senators who are attempting to get their mistresses' abortions, and they're getting busted. Yeah. So I'll have to. Yeah, I'll have to find the, the latest story on that, but it's it's happening exactly as we assumed it would so when we talk about things in terms of the future like 2024 is gonna come next now that we had our fancy little midterm elections and we're taking some time off to grieve or celebrate and <laughs> trump announced his bid desantis yep. announced his bid christy Nome had initially announced the bid but i think she retracted it because she said she's gonna serve her for full four-year term huh. and a lot can happen in two years so we don't know who sure. else is gonna pop up too and obviously i think biden is going to run mm-hmm. so he has to run <laughs> i don't know who else we've got to be real honest with you yeah so i mean like what where do we think that that's headed i'm a little concerned because we're getting down to like where there's a more minimalization of red states and it, we're talking like midwestern wyoming north dakota south dakota <laughs> i'm afraid he's gonna set up camp here like at mount Rushmore. Mm. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. But here's the thing is I, I think I have a little bit of a different perspective and, and I, I'm kind of, uh, you know, e- evilly excited to see okay. <laughs> how Trump running is actually going to divide the party so bad. 
it's yeah, going to yeah. be an absolute implosion um of do you feel like DeSantis people and Trump people are gonna that's a part of it I feel like that's yeah. a part of it we're gonna see like these mini explosions happening the Republican Party is like falling apart right now yeah. um there is no unity no unification of you know one person to another person there no there's all this inner fighting um you know there are quite a few Republicans that hate Trump now that were behind him the whole time uh so it's it's pretty funny to watch actually the demise um that they're we're witnessing that they're doing to themselves yeah we'll see we'll see what's yet to come yeah um i mean i had always hoped for somebody a little more progressive than biden but i do hope yeah. that in coming years we will somehow find a way to reinstate the abortion laws which will probably take quite a bit of time i do think that federal legalization of marijuana besides yep. just not being convicted for it but recreational use will be legalized and let all those people go everyone who's sitting in jail right now i for possession yeah i mean i can't even believe that you could be in one state in prison for possession yeah. of marijuana non-violence anything and they're selling they're, it down the street exactly oh <laughs> uh, that's a, talk about absurd my god yeah. It would be very fresh. I having been in the jail system, uh, that would be a situation that would be hard to wake up and deal with every day because you're at the mercy of the legislative system. Yep. You are a prisoner. You are a volunteer. I mean, it's volunteer slavery, but it's yep. not volunteer anymore so much as like, I don't want to say anymore. It never was like people are arrested on right. bogus crimes and booked through the jail system, which is a cash cow. And then right. you're just at the mercy of it. People love to say, well, don't get caught. Well, people out there are looking to catch you. So Whereas, yeah. you know, dude over here is making millions a year selling Truthfully, marijuana. And these people are in jail and they don't have any resources there. Right. I mean, even the JAG funding doesn't even go to the public defenders. It goes to the state's attorney. So, I mean, they're in there and their lives are being destroyed and they're going to have a hard time rebuilding it right. all over something that is legalized. American greed, man. That's oh, yeah. American greed right there. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. But I do hope that in two years we'll see less of a shit show than 2020 <laughs> i guess we're gonna find out and we're gonna find out i know i've you know i think we have all have a, a bit of anxiety over it honestly yeah well i said vote for the last you know however many months and when that time comes i'll be telling people to vote too and Same. i just hope that everybody actually gets out there and does it south dakota white women it. we're looking white at you women. God, and I feel we, me and Amy feel very comfortable talking shit about white women because we are white women all day. We vote. I'll do it so, all day. We <laughs> we are gay, angry white women. <laughs> Amy's a little more gay than me. I'm, I'm a little angrier than her, so that's fine. That's perfect match. So <laughs> join us next time when we discuss men's accountability, holiday toxicity, and generally everything that upsets the male population. Until then, remember, Doug, women don't owe you shit. Thanks for listening, Doug. Die mad about it.